on this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. Read that prompt. Read that prompt. Read that prompt. Read that prompt. After robbing the gold tank reserve and narrowly escaping from the law. Haha, <laughs> doo-doo. Uh, whenever you we last left you guys, you finished robbing a bank uh, and you were making your escape whenever the shield marshals started catching up with you and were on your trail. And you desperately tried to collapse this like tower of trash to block the way for the shield marshals. We totally failed. Uh, it didn't go so um, great. Chester succeeded one regular success and then the goblin blew it up. Yeah, then the goblin and blew it up. And then you had your NPC save us in a cutscene. The outlaws find themselves in the whaling scrapyard. Uh, you guys made your escape into the whaling scrapyard. Uh, the tower of trash blocked a shot on Alonzo. He nearly died. From his rival, Deputy Shield Marshal Angelique Loveless. Yeah, uh, so now you're in the whaling scrapyard. And meet a small new friend. Oh, hi there, little friend. Hi! Hello, child. Go back! That was a brilliant save you did. Thank you! Shield marshals suck! They too! That we can agree on. It's time for some trash goblins. Live fast, die fast! Live fast, die fast! Baby! Baby! <laughs> she! Life! Now. So y'all robbed a bank. How's, yep. that, how's that feel? It feels like I robbed a bank. Feels like it. <laughs> Am I an outlaw or a criminal? Oh. <laughs> feels like a shit could been that I easy. I hear your keyboard over here. <laughs> calm I hear down. it. Calm, calm down. down. Oh, down. Oh, oh, <laughs> is that him at the door? Uh, I felt like it shouldn't have been that easy. I understand having a fun opening. We were level one. Uh huh. We should have died. Hey, yeah. I am Kinda. nearly dead. Okay. We, I'm, yeah, nearly dead. I am nearly is dead. Not dead. So, did you fail your mission or did you accomplish it? I mean, we accomplished but, it. But he's still alive. He should be dead. It sounds like failure to me. <laughs> I think, in theory, we accomplished what we were coming for. I think yeah. that we did not. No, we did exactly what we, we went to. We stole stuff. Yeah. We yeah, cannot we stole the access stuff. it, but we stole it. We did exactly what we were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Get the goods. Get yeah, the goods. but we could take, once you have this chest, you could, could take the time up. to yeah. take it apart, but we didn't have the time. Unless yeah. There's a track so we grabbed the whole chest. So what about, uh, how did you feel about uh, seeing a, a goblin pop <laughs> I, out of nowhere? I cannot wait I'm to so adopt excited. this I love goblin. Him. <laughs> I already, I already love, him. love him. He called us stupid long shanks and I am... He, I'm thrilled. He's a literal trash goblin. He's a little trash man. He is peak goblin. <sighs> little bitty trash goblin. There's nothing that excites a veteran group of Pathfinder like campaign setting booger. players or adventure path players like seeing a goblin pop out that doesn't fight them immediately. That's right. Yes. <laughs> it talked uh, to us. It, it saved us. It's, yeah, it saved it's us. It's already our friend. Well. It's our friend. It's our friend. It's our friend. It's, it's friend shaped already, Jacob. <laughs> it's that's that's the love of my life. So um, if goblins and Pathfinder are friend shaped, does that mean Hey Arnold is friend shaped? No. No. Stop. Desist. See, head. the thing is, Hey Arnold is too human. Like he's uh, he's in Uncanny Valley. He's got like fair. the human skin. I would like to take this topic and run with it just a little bit. Uh, whenever I was like four, five, maybe three, uh, you were a goblin. Well. Yes, I mean, aren't they? <laughs> I had an insane fear of Goblins. Hey Arnold. 
Oh. oh. I used to, I still get night terrors. I got them back then too. And <laughs> hey, Arnold hey Arnold was my fucking, uh, was my sleep paralysis I demon. cannot judge uh. because I had them as a kid too. And I remember like the smile being really, really wide and full of sharp teeth and I just called him spooky thing. Uh, I can't judge either because I got nightmares about Scooby-Doo villains. I had nightmares where I couldn't shower. I guess I can't judge. Or got chased judge, by sharks. Because I haven't had any of these. Which is better than all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was more terrified of, you know, horror movie people. So I guess I am better. <laughs> I'm talking about goblins, I'm trying to think. We've had a lot of run-ins with goblins in our, you know, home games before making a show. Mm -hmm. Can you like name some of the most iconic goblin moments? I know there's one that stands out particular. Just rip nugget. Uh, Oh yeah. Rip nugget. Now um, if we talk about this one warning to anyone that has not played rise of the rune Lords book one, book one, uh, this will probably contain spoilers. Uh Skip a couple times. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So there we go. Warning (laughs) rip nugget. He leads the group is it is it bramble thistle thistletop thistletop Thistletop. yeah uh he's the leader of the goblins there and the only way that you can talk to him is if you cast charm person or charm monster probably should have been monster tbh but person worked goblins humanoid and i think maybe in this version they are it was fine but i had the calistrian cleric who once a day can cast charm person yep and that sucker fell for it. I was setting up this boss fight with Rip Nugget, and you guys just waltzed in and charmed his ass. <laughs> yep. yep. Hilarity ensued. Uh, uh, I got crowned king. Oh, uh, yes. King B. King B. King B. King B. And he was a goblin who could only speak broken common, I think. <laughs> so yeah. you taught him swear words under yep. different meanings, I think. Yep. <laughs> That was wonderful. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I now pronounce you King B. Fuck me in the ass. Yep. What, what was that one supposed to mean? That was, uh, it was a high honor. Yeah. Oh yeah, high honor. Oh, no. oh, like a title. Uh, yeah. And then, did he, <laughs> did you teach him shut the fuck up? I believe so. Up. Yeah, I think that, that one was Micah. Oh, oh yeah, that sounds like Micah. <laughs> yeah, that, that is because very he's playing Silas, and yeah. Silas was uh, Silas is a terrible person. <laughs> Silas, is, Silas, of all the sucks. characters any of us has made, Silas, Silas is, is the probably worst. the worst person. I don't even know if Silas is evil because I've played an evil character that I would say is not as bad a person. Yeah, as Silas. Yeah, it's not so much, uh, it's not so much that he's Pebble. like. Well, my name is Pavel. Yeah, Pavel. It's not so much that Silas is like evil. Or he's just gross. He's just disgusting. disgusting. Disgusting is the word for him. <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. He's just Shout like, out to Micah. Uh, shout out to Micah. First time mentioning. Glorious, disgusting bastard man. I hope we never And his air. character. <laughs> I hope we never air any content where Silas is role played. Whoa. The, world, uh, the world is not ready. No. Uh, I, I we would lose like, listeners. I feel like Durgamir was... Uh, like the safe for work version of Silas. Durgamir is Silas's. Durgamir wasn't. Durgamir was actually a good guy. Yeah. Durgamir is, <laughs> is Silas's younger brother who got his life together. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and Lyrian's technically died. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, see. What other goblins have we had? We've had other uh, ones. I'm just trying to rack my brain to think about it. I'm trying to. 
Jacob. Oh, um, I had a goblin in the most recent Hawthorne oh, one. Yeah. He was the goblin was the ranger who had adopted an Govan. elf child. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Govan. Govan. Because uh, you guys helped him get his uh-huh. kid back and then basically adopted them into your mercenary town. Yep. Not oh, like, the adorable nothing, Govan. Nothing like a middle-aged goblin who's wiser than everyone in your seasoned adventuring <laughs> party. Like, Govan was a good guy. Govan and was by great. the way, his daughter was not another goblin. That was an elf. Adopted elf. daughter. Yep. Yeah. It, it was an adopted a, elf daughter. A wood elf drider. Yes, at that point. Mm-hmm. That was a... F- Rick uh, adopted her he and has, kind of pseudo-married Govan. He can, Boy, he has so much wacky. fun at homebrew. Yep. <laughs> homebrew fun. I just, uh. I just remembered another uh, lesser known but still infamous goblin encounter that we did. It was in my game. Okay. Um, oh, fuck. What was it? No, we will not mention that one. Um, the one with the orcs? Once is enough. No, once is enough. <laughs> we're done. Uh, no, but in uh, my game, uh, when we were briefly playing 5e Tomb of Annihilation uh, with some oh, other friends. Yeah. You, yes. That, that's a hex crawl game. And so uh, you explore uh, this huge map and you found mm-hmm. this tribe of goblins and you like attacked them or. Uh, well, no, no first you tried we to talk spoke to, to them. them and uh, half of our group tried to free the prisoners they had. And the other half of our group was uh, like, oh, yeah. It's nature. Goblins eat people. We should just leave them be. And the oh, other ones are just sitting there like, Oh, I, uh, <laughs> oh boy! If I yeah. remember right, it was us here at the table who were, or the players at the table were like, "Yeah, we should talk to them." And it was our newer players in that game because that was our kind well, of bring yeah. people. To in be game. fair, our newer players were the people in the cage. Yeah, so of course they don't want to talk. As semantics. <laughs> Yeah. I, but uh, um, the notable thing that happened is as soon as you started like duking it out with the goblins, yeah? they catapulted their like village because village, uh, they had like trapped it because in that like island is there's like dinosaurs and stuff. Yeah. And so they had their village rigged to get chucked. And like the <laughs> book even says like, hey, the stuff is like packed in such a way that like, you know, it won't be damaged too much. And the goblins are soft and the ones who aren't in the thing can just run. The goblins are so. so you just started so. fighting them, and all of a sudden, the whole village went. We also gave. The, we also tried to barter a bunch of mayonnaise for the. Yes, oh, we the did. People. Oh boy, that's another story that we don't yep. have time to get into. Oh, mayonnaise. <laughs> was Man. that to the goblins? Yes, yeah. that was to the goblins. Okay. To the goblins. We also to tried the dwarves. With the, with the dwarves. dwarves. So I was going to say, I know we once um, tried with dwarves. Mayonnaise, with mayonnaise was a currency in that game. You wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> Again, that is a long story for another day. Goblins are always fun to interact with because sometimes they're just enemies. And, you know, you get it. The goblins are a good enemy, little trash beings that like to kill people. <laughs> but also when they're good guys, they don't lose that gremlin energy. Energy. Mm-hmm. You always be like, oh, who there? Who that? Who are you? Who are you? Just the combination of broken English, squeaky voices, goblins are fun to play. Yeah. I've always wondered why we have never tried the Paizo gob- We Be Goblin Adventures because it we just be sounds goblin. Like fun. If it wasn't for the fact that you have I to play talk pre-made, like a five-year-old. pre-made characters. Yeah. Well, oh. I think oh. also we oh. are Chaos Gremlins and give us a chance to play goblins in universe Chaos Gremlins and we would fall to pieces. That, I don't I mean, think fair. anything would happen. We would try to start the game. We would just like open the scene and that's where we'd <laughs> that's stay. Where, that's where we'd stay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, before we, uh, we before we jump into everything, uh, before I do the the fun prompt read, I wanted to bring up something real quick. Please continue. I wanted to bring up something real quick. 
I had an idea I wanted to share with you guys, wanted to share with the listeners. Um, uh, Pathfinder 2E, as we said before, is a yeah. massive, chunky game. It's mm-hmm. very intimidating to get into if you're not familiar with it already or don't have someone that yeah. knows it. Um, you know, we've done a lot of research and we are already familiar with 1E. So, like, we have a kind of a jumping off point for how to take apart these kind of games. Little yeah. springboard. Um, and I was thinking we could do something, maybe not long term, but at least for the next little bit with our episodes, uh, we could open up something like a Google form. So if our listeners have questions, kind of like we do in Catching Up, but more about like how 2E works, or if they like say like, oh, I know this rule and you guys maybe did something wrong or oh. differently. Or if they have a question like, hey, you did this in the thing, but you didn't explain it. How does that work? Maybe we could have a little submission form, and then as we get some kind of questions or responses in, we could talk about them. I that could be fun. would love to. We'd have to keep it short. Sure. Uh, but if we do something wrong, you know, just keep that to yourself. <laughs> only positive criticism praise only praise only, only praise Monica. listen if you can't make us feel good why are you even here yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> the listeners so exist dumb. to make us feel good that's right and what? as soon as what? you stop caring about us you cease to exist oh boy Woo! Woo! <laughs> the only thing about that is we Derek's tend to be like, I need to cut so we, much. We love you. We tend to be recorded ahead. So it oh, could yeah, take yeah, a few episodes before point. we got to it. We yeah, love you, yeah. audience blob. Never yeah. doubt that. But audience blob <laughs> I'm sorry, but whenever I think of the audience, I think of that hallway right there, and it's just a shadow amalgamation. That's gross. The audience is not even humanoid shaped. I'm sorry, audience. No, but the reason I bring it up, I know we probably wouldn't get back in timely. It'd be like a month out or whatever from whenever someone writes in. But if someone has the question and is willing to write in about it, then other people probably have the same question. Yeah. Oh, totally. So to kind of further our show's ability to teach people how to play 2E and make it less intimidating. Yeah. All right. Maybe. And, uh, And we can do that now when we don't have a ton of people. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. if we have less than a hundred people listening, it's a lot easier to do this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. seriously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you see a link to the, uh, to a Google form about this in the description mm-hmm. of this episode, then you know what this is about. And I've already made my decision, but uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. Uh, read that prompt, read that prompt, read that prompt, read that prompt. <laughs> Centuries before the Starstone was raised, the wizard kings Nex and Geb warred with one another, (laughs) scarring the land between them into a devastated magic wasteland. From the glowing ashes of the mana wastes arose Alkenstar, the city of smog, a metropolis of airships, skyscrapers, factories, and clockwork wonders. To the world, Alkenstar is the pinnacle of innovation and determination in the face of insurmountable odds. Like Apple. On its streets, life in Alkenstar is a nonstop race to stay ahead of the competition. Like Cincinnati. And it is here that a desperate group, hungry for revenge, living on the edge of the law, hunts for the ones who cast them out. Can't have shit. They are the outlaws of Alkenstar. (laughs) Yeah! So you can't have shit Detroit in the middle of that. (laughs) It was fitting. I mean, you can't. Uh, alrighty. You had something to bring up, Drow? Uh, yeah, so secure is technically still lawful evil. What should that be? I would like to propose evil good. 
and hear me out. Uh-huh. It is just based on their actions. If you fold the alignment chart on yourself on itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so Bry is true neutral. So you should. I don't think there's a hard and fast rule because I was looking at Oracle stuff recently and they're not like clerics where it's like, hey, hey. You have to be within a step. Be within a step. But you probably should be within a step. Here's the thing. If you want to call yourself good evil, uh, this may upset some Pathfinder players out there and that's fine. I don't really care about that so much. Yeah. What I need from you is a mechanical alignment. For spells and stuff. For spells and stuff. Uh, we've I don't know if we've talked about this explicitly because it hasn't come up in any of the games we played on the show. I'm not a big fan of alignment in general. This actually yeah. should be a conversation for next banter. This, this should be a banter, yeah. Ooh, yeah. that would this, make a fun banter. Yeah. This is a whole other banter topic to talk about, but I'm not a big fan of, of alignment, so I don't really care what you want to call yourself but we do you do need to pick like the closest mechanical thing on the chart for psyche i would probably end up doing chaotic neutral then okay that doesn't mean you have to like lock yourself into playing like that that's just for like spells and alignment things um but yeah we could talk about that later because i have thoughts on alignment based Uh, on psyche actions i think good evil fits fair enough (laughs) i know the the (laughs) <laughs> okay you have broken the jacob i Listen, want... I, I would allow it i just like if there's a spell that has no effect on good double the effect on evil i'd take the worst outcome every time <laughs> fair enough <laughs> that that sounds like that, that is a very gm way of thinking exactly yes <laughs> mm-hmm. my my brain is all about the balance but that yeah. level of chaos so, is what drow likes because it, of yes. the way that psyche yeah. works like mechanically that's pretty fitting. Yeah. <laughs> they, they ooze positive energy. They get fucked up whenever they get they try to heal. Uh, good evil. Yeah, I mean, if you just want to call it, like you said, chaotic neutral for the mechanics of it, we don't mm-hmm. have to hold you to it for the roleplay aspect. All right. Well, with that out of the way, last we left. Our, uh, <laughs> we don't have a name for you guys yet. We got we to gotta start workshopping that. The Outlaws of Alcantara. The I'm Outlaws sorry. of Alcantara. It's, 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 no. it's in the adventure no. path. No. That's trademark, sir. No. <laughs> no. No. Absolutely not. We are more creative than that. We are Intrepid Unlimited. We are <laughs> intrepid Oh, I got it. I got it. <laughs> yeah. New group name. The criminals. <laughs> the outlaws. Outlaws are criminals. So, uh, the lawmen of Alkenstein. The Micah conundrum. Micah's, <laughs> no. Micah's angels. Micah's angels. Micah's angels. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. That's dumb. Uh, no, that's really dumb. That's why we should do it. No, we, Micah's we need angels. a few more episodes to get a feel for who our party is. I feel, I feel <laughs> just right now, Micah's angels. If anyone's new to season three and they don't know Micah lore, we should really we should enlighten them at no, some point in time. They have to uh, listen to the other to our past episodes. It's a, it's a hook listen to listen to season two. Go through all of season two just to get Micah lore. Listen, Micah lore. The Become trained at in Micah lore. At the beginning of every Harry Potter book, you don't get. A a reference for everything that's happened in the past books. They have to read the past Wait, books. Wait, why are we mentioning this Harry Potter? This is how books work. It's Harry Potter's one of the an example. Uh, it's not specific gallon, to Harry Potter. I don't Potter. like Harry The Third Potter. Gallon Potter. Podcast okay. is my favorite book. That's right. Yes, my favorite book is The Third Gallon Podcast. So after The, the Third s- Gallon is my favorite book on the Citadel. <laughs> After the scrap falls, and we are now in safety. We're in safety, yeah. right? So to back up, uh, let's actually do a recap. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. We do do a recap. Yeah, we, so we shit it. Do-do. 
Haha, doo doo. Whenever you we last left you guys, you finished robbing a bank, as we alluded to, uh, and you were making your escape uh, out the back. Whenever the shield marshals were uh, started catching up with you and were on your trail, yeah, you went a couple blocks to the whaling scrapyard, like you were instructed to, uh, and you desperately tried to collapse this like tower of trash to block the way for the shield marshals. We totally failed. Uh, it didn't go so um, great. Not totally. We half succeeded. Didn't you critically fail? Oh, I got I notes fail. for this. I critically oh failed. I succeeded. That's why I said I totally failed. Oh, boy. I forgot you critically failed. That's really I had to take damage when I only had six hit points. Yeah. Did I? Did I? You gave me slashing damage. What happened was okay, I didn't critically okay. failed. Chester succeeded one regular success, and then the goblin blew it up. Yeah, and then the goblin and blew it up. And then you had up. your NPC save us in a cutscene. Hey, <laughs> I, I will say, just stepping out of the recap for a second, uh, when I read that in the book preparing for this, I was just like, as a GM, this is like a conundrum I've had before because it's one of those events where it's like, this has to happen. They uh-huh. have to enter the scrapyard to get away. It's just telling a good story. It's right? fine. And so in my head, it's like, if they can roll and fail and I have to jump in anyway, that sucks. So do I risk it by having them roll to add the suspense? Or do I just have the goblin blow it up and avoid the looking like dumb? Or, and I said risk it. <laughs> or you just have your NPC show up and you roll for oh, the NPC yeah. to hit it. And the NPC yeah. just always succeeds because we don't have to know that. That is true. <laughs> I, I, that's the thing. And you know that you guys know this about me as a GM. I, I hate fudging rolls. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to predetermine something, I usually just do it and yeah. don't mm-hmm. roll. I do, however, like rolling for no reason to intimidate. That was one of my favorite things about the Book of Tales and The Witcher. It would just be like, hey, you should roll some dice here to make your players feel intimidated. And I was like, oh, yeah, my vibe. That was um, your vibe. We had to finish the recap. Uh, you guys made your escape into the Wheeling Scrapyard. Uh, the Tower of Trash blocked a shot on uh, Alonzo. He nearly died. Yeah, it blocked a shot on Alonzo from his rival, Deputy Shield Marshal Angelique Loveless. Uh, so now you're in the Wailing Scrapyard. You've escaped, uh, and you have a new friend. So why don't we... Uh, a new best friend. Why don't we pick up there? Uh, Chester will slump to the ground, like onto his butt, and he'll be like, well, that was stressful. Do you, hey, hey, real quick. Uh, do you guys think, you know, the, the our little last lines at Miss Loveless was good enough? Do you think they'll be memorable? I said, tell Mr. Muglin, we said hi. Uh, I know you shall. Do you think they were effective? Do you think they were good? I don't know if one-liners are our strength yet. I, uh, not yet. Maybe we'll learn them, but like, I... I hmm. Do you have proficiency one-liners? I, I don't yet. We will learn. Oh, hi there, little friend. Hi! Uh, who... Thank you for saving our butts. Uh, you see this goblin kind of like with... Uh, over dirty small goblin overalls with only one strap on, uh, no shirt underneath. He's perched up on top of the trash pile, like squatting down, looking at you guys. Like a frog. <laughs> Hi, hello, child. I'm Gomek. That was a brilliant save you did. Thank you. Suppose I'll thank you for saving my life there. Shield marshals suck. They too. That we can agree on. Did you say Gomek? Mm-hmm. G O M A K. <laughs> right. Well, hi there, Gomak. Thanks you. Thank you for helping us. Uh, uh, 
did you like what you doing here, Gomac? I was just chilling. Ah. Do you happen to know of another way out of this scrapyard? Oh, you want to get out? Well, first off, do you know a safe place for us to sleep? Why'd you come here? Oh, we running from running. the marshals. Oh, you just waiting for them? Oh, yeah. No one sent you? Who, what? No one sent you? Was someone supposed to send us? He'll squint at the goblin. Nope, you didn't mean the goblin sent you here? No goblin sent you here? He's got a straw in his mouth. I don't think so. The bartender lady wasn't a goblin, right? No, she was a dwarf. <laughs> a dwarf. Okay, that's what I Peels back the mask. <laughs> it's goblins all the way down. Oh no, we weren't sent here by a goblin. Oh, well. Do we- you want to meet Lord Glass? He's in charge of us. He's a cool guy. He's very shiny. Does he hate the Shield Marshals? Yeah, they suck. Then yeah, we'll take yes. it. We'll, we'll meet them. Sounds the about right. The enemy of my enemy is my brother in arms. That's right. We hey, love to make new friends. That's my line. They- I changed it. What? <laughs> he sticks up his arms and he like surfboards down on a piece of metal. Oh, be careful, my child. What? Ah, live fast, die fast. Live fast, die fast. Baby. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I like Gomek. She. Go back, you're a delight. Why don't you lead the way? Of course. You don't know where the fuck to go. We we don't. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> as you uh make it down here, uh, you pass under the like arm of a big old crane. Uh, do you uh, see it on the map? The claw. The as claw. that happens, I would like to talk to Gomek. I have heard murmurs of haunted machines. Have you been able to uh, validate that? Oh, I mean, we like to make wailing, spooky noises because they keep people out of here. This is our trash. It's a Scooby-Doo situation. Fair enough. Fair enough. This is your trash. (laughs) Would you like an arm? One of the things made a weird noise I happen to have an arm. Would you like an arm? Is it a bloody arm? It is mechanical. Ooh! If yes. you count oil as robot blood, it's bloody. I will give now one that's of the arms. morals right there. <laughs> I, will, I, will give, I will give him, he, him. What are your pronouns, my child? I really want to make goblin. A, a goblin joke, goblin. but uh, it probably is he, him. <laughs> I am goblin. Oh, I already love Gomez. Do you guys like rats? I, r- the eyes get a little big. Like for eating, like yeah, yeah for yeah, eating yeah. or friends. Rats. This is as you're walking around this uh, scrapyard. I, I, oh wait, you're playing a cat. I, I am a cat person. I'm too keen on rats as friends. They tend to eat what we grow. No, 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 no. Snack, food. I wouldn't say no to a good rat. Oh. Is it co- if it's cooked? Of course. All prob- right. Probably. <laughs> Do you happen to have bone sucking sauce dry rub? Of course. Cajun? It's a goblin classic. <laughs> Desert heat. <laughs> uh, he leads you around. And I'll uh, uh, just move you guys if you don't mind. Well, so are we going to be walking for a little bit? Not very far. Um, uh, very slowly, Sykir's voice is becoming um, a paladin. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you see where I'm pinging on the map? I see where you're pinging. All right, yeah, head on over there, and then t- he's leading you over there and then to the left around that trash. Uh, to the right, you see this, like, Ooh. pool of, like, looks like water, question mark, with oil slick on top of it. It has effects. Yeah. The foundry module for Outlaws of Alkenstar is official by Paizo, and it is awesome. 
Oh, this is cool. It's gorgeous. Oh my god, look that at the is, bubbles. I, I, it, this is oil, right? Uh, it's a water question mark, but it has like oil goop. It's I have on a crackle colored. I have a question, my child. Yeah. What do you drink? Is it that? Fuck no. I see. We used to drink from there, but then it got shitty. And what gross. happened? Sorry. It just started getting rust and crap in it. Tastes bad. One guy died. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yes, we stopped. We just get like rainwater and shit. That is probably for the best. Uh, someone runs out and grabs an Aquafina every now and then, but I myself am a fan of Lacroix. Yeah, that's sparkling. Have you guys tried like a Brita filter? A what? A Brita filter. Oh. Cleans the water. You swap out the filter every couple months if you remember to. Respectfully, I think that would destroy a Brita filter. Probably. <laughs> uh, so he leads you around. Let me uh, move you guys broken. into the camp. So go, Mac. Yeah. You, you, you people who live here in the scrapyard. Sure. Like, are you guys like all goblins, or is there like a whole bunch of different y'all? Well, you'll probably hear more from Lord Class about this. Supposing you were sent here, but oh well. Uh, it's just it's been us for a long time, but now there's the canals, and then we had to block shit, and they just they kind of suck. It's like we can't go to half the scrapyard because of them. Because of the gnolls. The gnolls. The, the gnolls. Yes. Yeah, I hear you. Thank you for pronouncing that right. I, I, I do my best. Uh, he leads you around. Uh, let me read something for you guys. The gnolls. Flavor text? Yeah, the flavor text here. A ring of old crates surrounds a makeshift campfire in this discreet corner of the junkyard. A complicated contraption of gears and rods over the campfire forms a spit that can be rotated using two foot pedals attached to a gear. The smell of smoked meat manages to cut through the ambient stench of trash emanating from the scrapyard's walls. Mm. Around the campfire are various patchwork tents and a large pavilion to the south. Piles of scrap surround the camp, conveniently stacked to make climbing to the top easier. A path on the northern edge of the camp leads east into the scrapyard, which is the direction you're coming from. You're coming through that little gap. Oh. Uh, and as you as you approach, um, you see uh, Gomak like runs away from you guys. Uh, he runs into one of the tents, uh, and like you hear just. Do any of you speak Goblin? Actually. Oh no! Don't actually me. I'm not very um, smart, so I don't think I do. Trying um, to see where it says that. Uh, no, I speak Amurin and Common. I do speak Goblin. You do speak nice. Goblin? Yeah. All right, so he runs into one of the tents, uh, and you you hear him yelling in Goblin, Yo! Wait the fuck up! Got Longshanks here! Yeah, I know! At this hour! Can you believe it? Yeah, get the fuck up! I told him about you! Uh, and then he leaves the tent, uh, and you see, like, I the tent... You. <laughs> you, you, you see this guy, like, poke out, and it's just, like, this older, like, goblin poke his head out Hello. briefly. And he closes the tent, and then a few minutes later, uh, he comes out, and he has on this, like, uh, ridiculous big jacket, uh, and decorated, like, almost bedazzled as these huge chunks of colored glass all over it. Oh, a stained glass jacket. Uh, and he has, like, what looks like kind of like a conductor's hat, also got kind of bedazzled. Uh, on his 
face is this like fur mat that's like obviously looped around his ears and stuck to it, and it's all oily and greasy. <laughs> uh, I got a fake beard. I got some art that's of this disgusting. if you guys want to see it. Absolutely, now. Feed me, sir. Feed us the artwork. I hunger. This is what he looks like. Oh, wow. That is the one armor that uh, actually lowers your AC and deals damage when you get hit. Yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I actually really appreciate the way that he looks. He looks less like a disgusting Pathfinder goblin. Uh, uh, he looks like a pretty disgusting goblin. I don't know. He looks like a gremlin, like from yeah. the movie. He really does look gremlin-esque. Mm-hmm. And I like that a lot more than I like the big bloated football heads. Oh my god. His his uh, armor, yes, looks like it would hurt him, but it looks like it would be like a Minecraft thorn style armor where it might hurt other people that hit you. <laughs> you are so in Minecraft mode, Jacob. Mm. Oh, I thought that club was a, I thought he had an arm that was cybernetic. Not I cybernetic. thought so too at first. Uh, prosthetic. Pro- I thought he had a prosthetic, but no. He is ugly, but in a delightful way. <laughs> He's, He's ugly in a way. at the end of looks, his ears. It looks like his beard is taped on. It is. It's very much taped on. It's not a real beard. Yeah. Uh, I love it. And so as he comes out, uh, you can see like a couple other people have woken up and are starting to like poke their heads out of the tents. Uh, he he has uh, Gomak like bring over this little uh, soapbox looking thing uh, and he wobbles up and stands on top of it like very chest poofy out ready <laughs> and he says he holds out his like pipe that has those gears and like mechanical bits coming off of it doesn't look like the pipe actually works it looks more like a scepter uh, and he says king b uh i got some more flavor text for you guys here it says trusted long shanks intones lord glass the bedazzled leader of the scavengers and stilted common we welcome you to scrap sea and accept your offer of help he bows deeply uh. But weighed down by the uh, countless shards of colored glass lining his clothes, nearly loses his balance and falls off his stack of milk crates. But he gathers himself and clears his throat. <clears> throat> As promised, if you drive the gnolls away, we promise you our best junk. Do we have deal? Does 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 his jacket tinkle like clink tinkle it when pisses. he moves? Uh, it absolutely. No, not peas. It absolutely clinks and tinkles. Well, uh... That was the word I needed! The onomatopoeia! He'll he'll look at his friends. I am glad you welcomed us, as per our pre-arrangement. Right. Uh, who, who exactly did we come from to meet you? Didn't Poggy send you? We sent our envoy into the city days ago to find mercenaries, he points at all of you, to take out the gnolls, points off into the distance. We have not received any such summons, but if his help you need, my children, then allow us to deliver you. Um... (laughs) I kind of need to rest <laughs> after we have rested. Because, <laughs> like, well, he's still holding a, a gash in his side. <laughs> well, uh, before before we agree to anything, when you say get rid of, do you mean, like, just kick him out? Or do you mean, like, and he, you know, makes the cutthroat across his neck? Do you mean kill him or get rid of him? We already got one job to finish. Shh. He just, he says, make Gunnels go away. Gnoll's big trouble causer for our goblin tribe. Come here and mess up our scrap. We lose half the yard. 
The big shitters. <laughs> shitters. Yes. Te- I see. Technical goblin word. Sorry, common hard to speak. Oh, understandable. Common is hard to speak. Do you speak to him in goblin? Uh, I can. Okay. Uh, he'll, you could just translate for us. Yeah, he'll he'll just say, I mean, if it helps you better, I can speak in uh, he'll say in Goblin, if it helps you better, I can speak in Goblin. It's my two friends don't know it. Oh, oh thank I goodness speak you speak our language. <laughs> I was hoping that's what you would do. <laughs> oh, thank goodness you speak our language, sir. So, so you really don't, we don't have to kill them. We just got to get rid of them. Uh, and nothing changes to the rest of you guys, obviously. <laughs> uh, we just hear, <laughs> <laughs> The gnolls have caused such trouble for us. They have come and taken away half the scrapyard. Uh, so... Uh, uh, Chester knows Goblin because he's interacted with goblins that have come past his family's farm. Right. Uh, every once in a while, they'll they would help out. Uh, Gnolls, in respect to uh, Lord Glass, uh, Gnolls are they in this area? Are they a bit more violent than goblins, or are they? about as attitude-wise as the goblins. Uh, you're wondering, is this a question to me, the DM? Yeah. Um, or I could roll for it to see how... Because yeah. some, in some areas, goblins would be more violent than in others. Are the gnolls in this area more violent than in others? Do you have... What lores do you have? I have uh, Academia, and I have Underworld. Ooh, Underworld. I also have uh, Society... The, the knowledge skill, if that would help with that one. Uh, no, not really. Honestly, I'm looking for, like, uh, or do you have occultism at all? I do. I do. Uh, I'll take an occultism roll from you. Alright. For this one's particularly. Can I roll? Um, and this may be on the borders of what it applies to, but I'm gonna go with it. I don't see why not, because I'm sharing everything I find out. You're translating. That's sure. uh, a 13 on the- Natural 20! Die for us. Unnatural 20. 23. Uh, I'll say, Saikir, that you, with your occultism, uh, occultism isn't the skill you use for aberrations. Um, and you know that there have been a couple different packs of gnolls that are, like, mutated by the mana wastes uh, that have been very violent and caused problems for different settlements. Interesting. Right. And so, uh, I'm, he'll, he'll, uh, Lord Glass, give me one second to confer with my allies. Take all the time you need. Oh, thank you. Uh, hey, guys. Yes, my child. Typically in this... Oh, you would know it as well, because we both figured it out. You know, I don't really have much of a problem with getting rid of a violent group. Uh, what about you guys? I know we already have one job, but you know, some allies... They already hate the shield marshals. If we do them a favor, they might also help out with uh, whatever the tavern keeper's I name I ain't was. got nothing wrong with... Dunsmith. Dunsmith. Repaying good they did for us. Oh, that's fair. We do kind of owe them one. Just might want to finish the job we're on. We're already here. I believe that they are entitled to their pound of flesh, given what the Ganoles have done to them. Yeah, we'll bring them the bodies. Give them a pound. (laughs) We have to weigh it out specifically, though. Specifically. I'm sure I got skill somewhere. Uh, He'll speak in Goblin to the guy. Of course. Uh, we can't promise anything as we just got here, but we're willing to look at it and maybe even help you out. Good. If you can get rid of these gnolls, then we will give you the best junk that we have. We have quite the junk collection, as uh, you may imagine. Amazing. I, I don't see why we wouldn't. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll try and help you out. Could we see the goods? I'd be interested. 
I, I'm tra- translating happens automatically. Okay. I'm not going to yeah. repeat everything they say. <laughs> <laughs> also, I will give one of the arms to our little friend. Uh, he pulls out, he has this big, um, like, wrapped hunk of metal, <laughs> and he unwraps it, uh, and it's this, it looks like iron. He says, this is iron that is cold. Quite a lot of it you could use for crafting. Cold iron. Oh. Ooh. Oh, Alonzo is interested. Junk. That is. Quality junk. That is quality junk. <laughs> That's uh, good. Do you metal. have any, like, other questions for him? Uh, whereabouts would the goblins, <laughs> uh, the gnolls, the gnolls be? North, over the wall, we put up sharp metal to keep them out. Block their way with the old ship, the big metal box. Metal box. <laughs> we shut them out. I don't know. That looks more like a tube. Uh, we do not speak of metal tube here. <laughs> <laughs> we shut them out, but they are still there. Go, make them gone. The easiest way for Longshanks to get there is to go east, around the big metal box in the old ship. What are their numbers like? Unsure. <laughs> uh, no, now he sounds like an android. Um, Unsure. We Does do not anyone know. know where I can get a blowjob? No, we can't quote another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> also, we lost one of our own, Monsi. She went to go and look for the gnolls and, and work against them. She helped block their way. And she went out to get stuff from her workbench, but we haven't seen her in a few days. If you see Monzi, could you find her? Huh. If we find her, we will find her. Find her. Bring her back. Sorry. My goblin brain is a little fried. It is after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of it being after midnight, my companions and I are well spent. We have been fighting against the greater evils in this city. The shield marshals. And Saikir is going to... Darn them. If, if Saikir takes off the hat, will it be deactivated or will it just be removed and then they can put back on the same disguise? You can only use its effect like once a day, so it might okay. just be gone. Okay, but oh, I'm yeah. not going to. And by the time we wake up, the you all see have ourselves anyway. very charming bandanas, I must say. Ah, thank you. If you guys... If Longshanks need rest, we have Delicious Rat. Um, and whenever uh, Gomak hears Lord Glass say rat, Gomak's little eyes light up and he says, Oh! Oh! We got rat! We got fried rat! We got steamed rat! We got rat with cockroach! We got rat, rat, cockroach, and grits! We got rat, 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 beans and rat! We got rat, 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 rat. <laughs> Spam rat, rat, and rat. I'll just take some roasted rat. I have a question, child. Yes! Do you have ratatouille? What? <laughs> you, you slice it up very finely. <laughs> what? I mean, I could get you the rat behind, but that's not really a good cut of meat. Rat patootie, thank you. <laughs> I'll take the, the rat and grits. Uh, that was a rat and grits. I believe it was rat, 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 grits and rat. Yeah. I'll take it. What about the cockroach? Do you want the cockroach? No. No cockroach for you? They are high in protein and low in fat, my child. (laughs) No. Your friend is right. (laughs) (laughs) We'll take some of your hospitality. We need to rest before we go fattening gnolls. Good. Good gnolls. We also have quality 
damp for uh, d- damp straw mats for you to sleep on. Oh, I, we thank you for your hospitality. Uh, thank you, you kindly, child. Are you guys planning to rest here then for the night? Yes. yes. I got three <laughs> hit points. We rest. Oh, well, we'll we'll heal you up before we rest. Uh, yeah, I'll do treat wounds. Uh, okay, yeah, you should probably do that. Are so. any of your number wounded? Us? No. Are you talking to Gomac or Lord Glass? Uh, Lord Glass or Gomac uh, or whatever. If you talk to him directly, uh, he says, Oh, no, none of ours are wounded. We blocked the way. Pretty, pretty, way! It worked pretty well. If I do say so myself. I don't know. Strokes his matted, fake greasy beard. fur, fake beard. <laughs> uh, Is it rat fur? <laughs> no, it looks like, it lo- honestly looks like a beard or hair prop that he's just kind of formed into a beard. That's Make glorious. himself look more ancient and therefore more respected. It more makes wise. me look respectable. Do you find it wiseable? I find it respectable. <laughs> so, uh, when is Barkeep Dunsmith? No. BB Dunsmith. Oh, it is Dunsmith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I said Dunsmith, and my first thought was Dunsmith, Dunsmith, and Dunsmith. That's <laughs> Pondsmith. Uh, when is Dunsmith expecting us back? Uh, probably sometime today uh, in the morning-ish, yeah, because you, you hit the place at midnight. So. Yeah. Yes. Eh, for a little late, we'll be fine. Well, actually, if I remember right, she said you had until tomorrow afternoon before the handlers came That's back. That's right. So you might could just have, yeah, you might have as much time as you want this day, really. I mean, what's to assume that we actually did it unless she happens to hear yeah, it's not through like her channels that it's been hit already? I mean... Yeah. I imagine that sounds like it's going to be the talk of the town. We might have to go through the knolls to get out anyway. Yeah, true that. Because I didn't see any other exit to this place other than the one. The path one that, that we, we sort of collapsed. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah we'll that rest. Gomac collapsed. Not All right. Us. All right. So we failed. First, Time. First hour to or rest. excuse me, first ten minutes. You want to try doing a uh, cure treat wounds? Yeah. Who's doing this on who? On me, please. I'll do one on myself. Okay. I have successfully healed you, my child. How much? 2d8. Uh, Four. It's better than nothing. I did a medicine check on myself for a 14 plus four for over 15. Uh, Oh, you rolled a 14 too? Yeah. Uh, For a five, which is exactly what I need. I need to see uh, if I can heal myself Whenever you do a long rest, quote, quote, that's a... D&Dism, but it, whenever you do the equivalent of resting eight hours for your sleep, uh, you're going to get your hit points, uh, a number of hit points equal to your constitution, multiplied by your level. Ah. So what is each of you's con? Plus three. All right. So at this level, that's not a lot, but it'll be a little bit. I won't. I'll. If I get three more points, I will be at exactly half hit points. Oof. I took a beating during that. Well, the combat. good news is, do you have a focus spell that can heal people? Uh. Yes. Every 10 minutes you can cast that. So like we could say within the hour, we all have full hit points. And I healed and I rolled and I rolled really well. So I am full because I will take non-magical healing to the full capacity. Uh, yeah. You have right. an effect on you Yeah. Right if now. you guys just want to mm-hmm. also like take the time to sleep in, get a good breakfast and everything, you guys can just mark yourself up to full between your treat wounds and your uh, uh, healing focus ability. 
I, it does. We don't need to do all the bookkeeping for it. Yeah, awesome. Treat wounds is more limited time wise than using the focus spells because you can get a focus point back every ten minutes. I so know. Every but ten like, minutes, focus point heal, focus point heal. The only person um, I think who needs treat wounds right now is Psykir because of magical healing limitations. Uh huh. Right yeah. Now. So you're good anyway. Mm-hmm. So all right. So, I'll fast forward as to the. Mo- the can morning. I rest and prepare? We're not going to be interrupted. No, you're resting in their camp. You're good. All right. So, yeah, next morning comes around. Your guys are basically up to full between your different abilities. Like, I may bump a few hours, like, call it 10 a.m., you know, or something like that to give you the extra time. Yeah. Uh, But I think you're, I forget, do you automatically refocus whenever you take a rest? Yes. I am no longer bleeding positive energy. Okay, so Hero Lab did it for you? Yes. Beautiful. If Hero Lab says it, then it is absolutely true for sure. Hero Lab is it's law. the law. <laughs> you never doubt Hero Lab. Never. As someone who's 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 not doubted Hero Lab and has uh, mistrusted it or <laughs> misplaced my trust in it many times. To you be know. fair, that was with Oney, and that's a lot harder to deal with. Oh, Oney. Uh, all right, yeah. so it is now. Uh, I wanted to say morning, quarter day, like Forbidden Land. <laughs> But it's the morning. Uh, you wake up, you have rat, 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 grits, and rat. Um, I just have roasted rat. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> deep fried rat. Uh, they have so many rats around here. Uh, what do you guys want to do? Uh, you, it seems like you've agreed to take on the ganol problem. I would like to have downtime role play. Actually, yeah, because there's some questions I wanted to ask as well. Sure. Gomax there, Lord Glass. Uh, is oh. still in his get-up this morning. Please, not them. Oh, okay. Excuse me, my friend. Uh, and I am looking at Chester. Hi there. Morning. <laughs> Good morning. Uh, I do have to say, given your heritage, I'm shocked that you consume cooked foods Oh, in terms th- of meat. Is that... that- that's a common misconception. You, you see, some people, when they become a vampire, they do get that urge to drink blood, but like, not all of us are like that. Okay. I, I just got like sharper teeth, and normally shows us incisors. They's just a bit sharp. They're not really used for batting. Some vampires, from what I understand, my mama taught me a good bit about them. Uh, some of them, because uh, she was worried when I was born, she didn't want like a, another blood sucker because it make things difficult sometimes to do a research. But like, you, some some vampires are like that, but I didn't wind up like that. At least not yet. Apparently things can change as you get older, but eh, I haven't. Alonzo makes a mental note to, to sleep further away. <laughs> Listen, I wouldn't bite nobody that I know and care for. But you would I bite. understand that that is a natural urge. The flesh is weak. Should that arise, though, and not for the fact that I would be ungiving, I suggest you stay away from me, if only because I am... Leaking positive energy. Yeah, I think it hurt if I took yes. your blood. That'd be like drinking a potion. That'd be that's a weird thought. I wonder if you could take your blood, heal other. No, well, we won't. Never mind. No, don't don't worry about that. Like Alonzo just acid. looks like I'm uncomfortable. His first thought went to alchemical ingredients. No, it is slightly corrosive. That's fair. That's that. That wouldn't be great. Drink that. It hurt. You know, in my head, when I envision you guys having this conversation. Uh, like if I'm trying to visualize it, 
I visualize like these these three characters sitting around a, the goblin little campfire with the rat, right? Uh huh. But like each one of them's a different art style. Like you're a 2D animated vampire <laughs> with like overalls and everything. Uh, Alonzo is just the way Alonzo looks, but like a character straight out of Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> like fully rendered cowboy uh, sitting there with like a pot of beans. And then Psyche uh, here is just ripped right out of a Warhammer 40k mini like, uh, or just an actual Warhammer 40k mini just wobbling there in place <laughs> it's like the toy story uh, little, the army, little army guys oh, oh my god uh, and then Alon- I as the artist do not agree with this <laughs> no it's it's purely my little dumb GM headcanon that is not true uh, Chester will be like uh, oh I've, I've been curious I know that uh, Sykir the Observer, you ain't a big fan of muggling. I don't like muggling either. But Alonzo, what's your beef with Loveless? He spits to the side. That's nasty. <laughs> well, I mean, one, oh, no. you mentioned Loveless. He stole your Two. manners. <laughs> there was a bone in his sh- rat, 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 and grits. Grits and rat. And grits. And rat. <laughs> um... You saw me back there with my lock-picking skills. Yeah, quite they handy. were impressive. Well, you see where I'm from in the fairest quarter. It's easy to get framed. I would assume it would be easier to be magnetized, my friend. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to vomit. <laughs> I need to start keeping a pun damage die. <laughs> You're going to become Jacob's brother. I know. <sighs> and, uh... <laughs> Good evil. <laughs> uh, and you see, there was a, a break-in not far from where I reside. It was like the crime was made just to frame a locksmith. And I'm the only one in my area. So when the summons came down, I hit the road. Oh, saying so you figure Loveless did this to you? Who else? Uh, Loveless is. You heard her. I ain't got no experience much with Loveless, but I do know she's in Muglin's pockets. Exactly. Would it be safe to assume that she is also skilled with locks? Ain't sure. Just know someone did it for her. If she looked like an awful angry person. She's not one to mess with. I get the feeling we'll be messing with her a lot, especially if he's going after Muglin. Hey, Lord Glass. Did you say this in Goblin or Common? Uh, Common. Hey, Common. Lord Glass. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, do the, do the names Muglin or Loveless mean anything to you? <sighs> Lord Glass stands up, puts a hand on his chest, looks off Stabs into the himself. sunset. And that pulls like his little scepter pipe up to his mouth, has nothing in it. <laughs> Brings it away. Turns back to you. I've never heard those names in my life. All right, fair enough. <laughs> He'll turn back to his friends. This is this is going to be something else. We got to be careful. We are going to kill some gnolls. Please do. <laughs> Please do. Have we got to kill them to get them out? I don't suppose so. I imagine if there's the more violent kind, we might have to defend ourselves, though. It's going to be weird. I tell you what, I never actually killed nothing like a knoll before. On the farm, we sometimes shoot our guns, chase things off, but nothing's died. What about you guys? You got blow on your hands? 
Not right now. That means the past. <laughs> the visual joke. Figuratively Drow just speaking. held up their hands and like flexed. <laughs> I suppose that wherever my hands are, they may be bloody. Ah, well, I these ain't got no blood on my hands. Beautiful creations. Have not seen the end of a life. Well, it looks like we're going to have fun experiencing blood for our first time. <laughs> a bonding moment. A I bonding moment. A bit of dismemberment. Was it already Sounds dead? Sounds about right. It was replacing some parts. Oh, that's just surgery. Your, the flesh is weak. The flesh... Correct, my friend. The flesh is so weak. <laughs> Chester will sit and all of a sudden... It's like, I've what? gotten through to him. <laughs> did you replace your own arms? Or did somebody do that for you? And oh. more. Come here, my friend. And they grab you by the back of the head. And they, like, push your ear up against their chest. And you can hear... You got a bomb in your heart. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, I assure you. That's whack. How much you use organic and how much is machine? If that ain't insensitive to ask. Yeah. It depends on the day. Parts do fall off, unfortunately. Alonzo shudders a little bit. (laughs) Well, I've got a good hand at crafting if you ever need help with that. I appreciate that. I, I imagine we're going to be working with each other for a good little bit. As you saw, the more that I dedicate myself to healing the weakness of the flesh, the more that I outpour myself for others, the less I am held together. I did notice. I'll do what I can to help you out with that. We gotta keep each other together. And uh, as you saw, I ain't too good unless I can sneak up on someone. Yeah. And you did phenomenally, regardless. <laughs> awesome. Took out that robot like a, tell? a ninja. I don't know what ninja is, but it sounds right. Tell me about I that. myself am more of a fan of pirates. Ah. You opened your mouth, and then they were in pain. What happened there? Oh, yeah. You don't see <laughs> too much magic around these parts. Observe. Oh, no. Uh, no, I'm not about to do it. I'm not. I am not. <laughs> I look over at Lord Glass and just scream his ass to bits. Uh-huh. Like, because isn't it mechanically we can't hear the scream? Yes. Oh. So to us, you just look like an ope, like a cat, hissing, but no sound coming out. When you open your mouth, because like whenever you see an organic person do some kind of screaming thing, they're like... Ah, like you see them focus and like they have to stress. When you scream, do you do that or do you just go? Uh, just drop jaw. Screams like a robot. Uh, less so with the lungs and whatnot in the shoulders, but the ears do go back. Ears back, mouth open. Uh. <laughs> well, you guys ready to get this done? I am so excited to bring in more funds to elevate. And hey, hey, maybe you you, you uh, show these goblins you mean a good thing or two. They might join your flock, too. I welcome everyone from every walk of life, except perhaps Mugland. That's understandable. I would forgive him, though. For real? Were he to ask. Well, that... And I would tear him apart just as I have torn myself. Well, that's awful. Dot, dot, dot. Merciful of you. <laughs> what I'm is the imagining name? press X to tell. <laughs> I'm imagining that that this tear them apart has a bit more malice. I would show him at the edge of a scalpel just how weak the flesh is. I could get behind that for him. 
I I thoroughly suggest that you keep a, a moderate distance whenever that happens. <laughs> uh, Chester will stand up and brush his pants off. Well, uh, his pants or his overalls? His overalls. Thank you. He's probably got pants, the pants on, part under the overalls. Of the overalls. Overalls cover your clothes, unless you're a hillbilly. Yeah. And in that case, it is the clothes. You should note yeah. that Alonzo mended his little vest jacket thing, so it's not so bad oh. off anymore. Also, just because it's important to note, Chester did clean his gun last night. Oh, uh, very important. No misfire chances. And I waxed chances. my mustache. <laughs> no misfire chances. <laughs> you a dapper Dan man? Hey, I've already said Alonzo keeps himself well kept. Can you imagine a swashbuckler like archetype where it's like, hey, now if you wash your face and wax your mustache, you'll have no misfire chances. (laughs) 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 All right. You guys ready to head out? Mm Mm-hmm. So the only way we can go is back towards that oil slick, right? Uh, Yeah, you're going to head back out in that open area. I, I think that's the only way we really can go, right? That's the only way I can see. All right, so whenever you come around uh, to this uh, open area again, uh, you see this, like, pool of water with, like, the oil slick on top of it. You also see this, like, big rusty crane uh, wedged in between some of the scrap. Uh, it was hanging over, like, the entranceway. The head of it was. Oh, that's a whole boat. Um, <laughs> across the way from the pond, you see that giant metal box. Um, which way are you thinking about heading? Well, I mean, we'd have to... To get to the metal box, we'd have to step in the oil, right? Yeah. Uh, How deep is it? Why don't I just read you some flavor text? Oh, yay! A reddish-brown circular pool of water stands in the center of a large open area with stacks of metal and wood to the north and south. To the east, a large steel box already pitted with rust blocks the way past the pond. At the bottom of the pond, uh, are you going to wade out into the pond? No. <laughs> can we do like a knowledge to see if it's safe? No. Uh, but you can see at, at, at like the middle of it, there's kind of this big lump. Uh, there's a large pile of cloth that sits mostly motionless with some unseen current causing bits of fabric to dance in the water. Uh-huh. Hmm. <laughs> That's the pond. There's also the crane. And then, yeah, there's the big steel cube box. Can Oh, 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 oh. The blocks the blocks the box is it blocking in this oil water uh no it just more like it looks like it's sitting on the edge of it oh so it's not like a dam it's not damming it no it's more like a pool of water that's kind of like about a foot deep and then it's on like the other shore side of it it may not be damming it but it sure as hell is condemning it (laughs) can we (laughs) can we get to the crane yeah you want to go to the crane? I want to go see if it's still operational. Sure. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Is this battle station fully Chester. operational? <laughs> yeah. Would it be of any advantage to you to take a sample of the water? Uh, yeah, here, get me one. He'll toss you down a vial. Thank you, child. No, I no, do, thank you. <laughs> I do want to know, and I, you can tell me what I need to roll or I can tell you what I've got. Uh-huh. To know, could we just wait across? It's gross, but like, would it be unsafe? I mean, you—it's definitely water, as far as you can like visually observe, and mm-hmm. you don't see it being particularly deep. Just don't drink it, is what I'm hearing. It's—it looks like you know, like water uh, it, when it rains in a parking lot, and it gets that yeah, like and oil there's slick. The oil. It's like that, but it's you know up to about a foot deep in some places. Okay. 
It, it wouldn't even mechanically slow you down. Um, but Chester, you're going to the crane, or it's like oh, doesn't... I'll come. Uh, all right. Uh, I would like to get a sample of that water. Sure. And while I'm there, I want to chuck like a little rock or something into the center. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, when I was up there, I imagined I was up there observing the water, just checking on it. I'm over here making my way to the crane. Making my way. I'm making, don't steal other podcast jokes. Uh, you make your way to the crane, um, so you get a sample of it. Uh, real quick, why don't uh, Alonso and Psyche here give me some perception checks? Sure. Ooh. I would love to. All right. Huh. That is a natural one. Okay. Oh, boy. I got a total of 19 with a natty 13. Yeah, I you, got a uh, total of five. You throw the, wa- the rock in, you get your vial, you don't see anything. Uh, Chester, uh, a large winch-driven crane towers over piles of discarded machinery. The crane's base is totally entrenched in they debris. They prefer waitresses. Oh. <laughs> <And> totally <laughs> entrenched in debris, and the rust and rust pits its arm. Uh, in the crane's cockpit, the control panel faceplate has been removed, exposing the gears and mechanisms behind the foot pedals and long rusty levers. A wall of debris looms to the south, extending west, and the, op- the open stone to the north is uh, flooded with oily water. So it's basically just describing this big open area where the, the slick is. Yeah, so just from there, you can already see, like, if, let's imagine the control panels turned in such a way that without climbing in, you can see the panels ripped off. It doesn't lo- necessarily look like it's, like, completely busted and inoperable. Mm-hmm. In fact, like, some of the wear on it, I would say you, with your kind of investigative abilities you would probably pick up that it's been used somewhat recently but there's no like nice controls like the panels ripped off the levers and like raw gears are exposed and everything um and what i will say is that whenever you approach it you see like this a group of like cockroaches start to stir and go in and out of the trash around it the machine spirits how big are these cockroaches? Uh, they're like nice the big fat cockroaches. Okay. They're not like tiny or something that would be enormous. Um, they are, uh, but, th- but there's just like a lot of them that kind of go in and out of the trash near the, the crane. Oh, did, did I notice anything when I did my 19 on perception when I came up to the water? Uh, no, nothing okay. in particular. Uh, that was when Psyche threw the rock in. Chester wants to climb into the cockpit. Uh, okay, so you start making your uh, way up into the trash. Uh, you can get there just barely. Like, it's just at the edge of the debris, mm-hmm. so you don't have to, like, climb on over it and everything. Uh, as soon as you start cl- stepping on the steps, these cockroaches start, like, <laughs> coming out. They're grouping together, and they, like, start going over your feet. You can see them biting on your boots a little bit. What do you do? I'm going to back off. You back off? Yeah. Uh, how far are you going to back off? Or rather, if I were to climb onto the crane, would it be out of the cockroaches? And then look, the crane is situated on top of this pile of trash, and they're kind of coming out from the trash. Uh, more and more of them are like going over like your feet and everything. There's like this kind of building horde. What do you do? I'm going to back off. Uh, you're going to run back? How fast are you moving? I mean, m- fast? You know, my speed. I move 25 feet per movement. So you're going to move your full speed, like, boom, yeah. back? Okay. Uh, as you <laughs> move back, uh, you, like, step on a few cockroaches and fling some others off. And he'll yelp. <laughs> so ah. we hear. 
uh, and you guys turn and see, and out of the pile of trash, you see this swarm of cockroaches just pour out like a dam burst, oh, no. climbing over each other, writhing and wriggling as they speed towards you with their little foaming cockroach mouths. Oh, they got rabies! And that's where we're going to come back to oh, next time. giving me, Cat, the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> that oh. is full on the heebie and the jeebie. Oh. <laughs> What I would give to have a bomb right now. Bug bomb! A bug, bug bomb. bomb. <sighs> Raid. Any bomb. Raid. Shadow Legends. Shadow Legends. <laughs>Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D, gallon. You can also tweet at us using the hashtag thirdgallon, and we are on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of the podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon. Our theme for this season is Delta Rust, composed by Andy Ellison. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfie, and you can find more of his work on his YouTube channel, Michael Gelfie Studios. And you can support his awesome work at patreon.com slash Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.